Hello, sweet one. I want to say I am sorry. I am sorry because I have a cold and I know my voice sounds different. But if you can bear with me, I have something to share with you, and I do hope it helps. A psychology journal once claimed that people love to be around to others who are suffering for one of three basic reasons. Now the first two are negative, and they definitely show the negative side that grips a black heart in these people. For the reason why they want to be around others who are suffering is because of jealousy or resentment and the satisfaction of knowing that the person that they dislike is facing adversity or pain. And if you encounter these people or perhaps people who want to measure their level of grief against yours, please pay them no attention for their negative energy has no place in your world. And now, more than ever, you must protect your being and surround yourself with love. Now the third reason that people love to be around others who are suffering is because people who face loss are just naturally drawn to one another. And this is the thought that I want to explore more. I am sorry for your loss. These six little words have such an impact on our lives when spoken with the genuineness of others. I am sorry for your loss. We have all heard these words at a time when we were at our lowest and feeling the most alone and scared. These six simple words have so much meaning and yet how many of us have given thought to what these words being spoken really mean? When those you know say I am sorry for your loss, what they are actually saying is I am sorry for your loss, for I too know what it is like to be without the one you love standing by your side. I am sorry for your loss, for I too know what it is like to not have a job. I am sorry for your loss, for I too know adversity. These little words are a secret message that only those who are anguished will understand. When spoken, it is saying for whatever troubles you, be it a loss of a job, a loss of a relationship, or some other adversity, I too have suffered that loss and experienced grief, and I am here for you. And there you have it, a bonding of two people's souls, their hearts having connected due to a shared negative experience that has had a profound adverse effect, and this is why they say, misery loves company. It is not that we wish anyone misfortune. It is not that we take comfort in another's sufferings. It is not that we derive joy from knowing another's despair is of greater magnitude than our own. Rather, it is the realization that you are not alone. Grief is everywhere that your eyes and your ears and your soul 
can hear and see and feel. Everyone at some time has suffered loss or is sad due to a particular or a series of circumstances and yet, although grief is everywhere, there are those who shield their eyes from it when it is not at their own doorstep or conversely shield their eyes when it hits too close to home. And if you reach out to these people in times of need and find them distant, do not immediately assume that they do not care, for they may care deeply. It is perhaps that these people cannot show you compassion right now, for they too are suffering. It could be that they have suffered loss and grief so profound that they are now protecting their hearts with an iron door that is wet from their tears and is thus rusted and closed. And this brings me to my poem by Emily Dickinson entitled I Measure Every Grief I Meet. This poem lets the reader know that Emily sees grief everywhere and this gives her some comfort in knowing that she is not alone. And in the poem, she is curious as to how others are emotionally surviving their loss as that knowledge helps her to heal as well. But before I read you the poem, I want to tell you about my sponsor. Anchor.fm is a platform that I use to bring the podcast to you every week. I chose them because they make podcasting easy with everything I need, all in one place, and all for free. I am able to record from anywhere, monetize my podcast, podcast with friends, have people leave audio messages, distribute my podcast to other sites, and so much more. If you are thinking of making a podcast, think anchor.fm. And now, my sweet one, it is time for the poem. I measure every grief I meet with narrow, probing eyes. I wonder if it weighs like mine or has an easier size. I wonder if they bore it long or did it just begin. I could not tell the date of mine. It feels so old a pain. I wonder if it hurts to live and if they have to try. And whether, could they choose between, it would not be to die. I note that some, gone patient long at length, renew their smile. An imitation of a light that has so little oil. I wonder if, when years have piled some thousands on the harm, that could hurt them early such a lapse could give them any balm, or would they go on aching still through centuries of nerve, enlightened to a larger pain in contrast with the love. The grieved are many, I am told. There is a various cause. Death is but one, and comes but once, and only nails the eyes. There's grief of want and grief of cold, a sort they call despair. There's banishment from native eyes in sight of native air. 
and though I may not guess a kind correctly yet to me, a piercing comfort it affords in passing Calvary. To note the fashions of the cross and how they're mostly worn, still fascinated to presume that some are like my own. Sweet one, we have all suffered loss, and if you are being held in the grips of sadness over loss, I want you to know that you are not alone. There are so many people who care about you, as well as numerous professional and hotline resources at your disposal. Please do not suffer alone. Know that there are others who want to share in your dark days, as they too have been where you are, and know the journey and the roadmap to discovering happiness again. Please know that happy days are just around the horizon. They will be here before you know it. But for now, you need to rest. Good night. Sleep well. <laughs>